So, Mo, I want to start off this space heater by asking you a quick question. Sure, go ahead, Mike. How much does the internet suck? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, infinity. <laughs> okay. And now, now, you told me this yesterday. Correct. And do you want me to update uh, Jeff and Kevin on the story, or do you want to tell the story? Uh, it's it's kind of a spoiler, so I don't want to spoil for them, but uh, a certain thing happened yesterday in, in the world that was kind of dramatic that everyone uh, should know about. But uh, So I went on Twitter to figure it, just to hear other people's take on um, the news that came down, and I happened to stumble upon uh, some spoilers for a new uh, live-action Netflix show that came out, and uh, I don't want to say anything more than that. Yeah, uh, maybe that's a roundabout version. Do you want that's me to pretty, take, that's pretty take? vague. Oh, Stop shit, Stop being cocky. <laughs> like, I, 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 I know we're trying to avoid spoilers, but you basically said, like, yeah, this this thing happened about a thing. Oh, because you're, you're what, what are you spoiling, first of all? I mean, that'd be spoiling the thing, right? Okay. Mo, sure, okay. stop. Okay, I'll okay. stop cock teasing the rhino and tell us. Okay, so I'll do the plain English version version of the story. Mo just said he was looking for like Twitter reaction to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, and instead he kept finding spoilers to the Cowboy Bebop live action. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the English version of the story with with the same search terms. I mean, I'm sorry. I just was looking through the timeline and people just, you know, they don't have any... Let's just say this. There was a greater than normal dislike for this live action. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of assumed that there might be some hatred for it, but god damn, people really did not like this, this show. <laughs> it's all the people our age that have fond memories of Cowboy Bebop and are pretty much geared to be overly critical of this. Although, to be fair, yeah, I haven't heard the greatest reception either. It, it sucks because, like, like what more could they have done? Like, I, I've only seen the first three episodes, so I'm, I'm not going to uh, comment on what happens in later episodes. But well, we, can, we can just give a possible spoiler alert to this whole conversation because there is some of that i guess because we not, can't really not. have this conversation without talking about what we've seen all three of us well three of us me jeff mo we've seen the first three episodes of the live action as we're recording this kevin has seen nothing i've seen the tr those two trailers and i've seen a couple of clips and that's about it okay and that's fine okay well, go ahead Mo. what do you want to say i was just gonna say like there's not really much spoilers in the first three episodes. Nothing major happens. Characters get introduced. It, if you were to watch the first episode alone and watch the first episode of the anime, it's it's almost a shot for shot. They they, they ham-fist Faye Valentine in there because it's only a 10-episode show, so time is kind of the essence. But Well, um, like, it, it, I wouldn't say it's shot for shot because there's the whole first um, opening scene that lasts about 10 minutes or whatever it is. True, true, true. But that, that that's kind of just a, a reaction to the third episode of the anime anyways, right? Um, that's more like, that's that first scene is the first scene of another thing in the Cowboy Bebop universe. Basically, right? Or 
Oh, we did give the spoiler alert. It, it's another take on essentially the opening of the movie. Okay, because oh, like there, okay, there is yeah. that there is that bit at the end credits where it says this is based off of Cowboy Bebop the anime and Cowboy Bebop the movie. So that's, true, true, right? So there's that, and well, I mean, we can go a bunch of different ways. Needless to say, yeah, the critics, the reaction to the show is at best mixed. But it is critical. It is certain, like the naysayers certainly had a field day with this. I, and I feel, I feel, I feel bad because there's so many other shows in the pipeline for Netflix. Are we going to get this kind of reaction for the One Piece adaptation? Hell yes, yes. <laughs> Rightfully or wrongfully, but nonetheless, as I like to say, right. But people then, are then... already criticizing the cast that got leaked. I mean, it's, 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 um, it's not a good, it's not good. Like, is then, then what's the point of making it? You know, if everyone's going to react this way to it, what's the point of making it? Like the, the, money. You... <laughs> and that's huh, why so, so many people, that's why so many people don't want live action adaptations of anime because they're already just so negative about it because we had those bad examples and bad adaptations of the past. Because what we've had maybe two good adaptations that oh, people tend to regard that are made in North America. Okay, what are they in your eyes? Speed Racer and Battle Angel Alita. Yeah, those are those are the two I would <laughs> say I mean, are uh, in terms of Hollywood, right? In terms of yes, Hollywood. in terms of in terms of non-Japanese live action or non-Asian live action adaptations of so I've heard people like Guyver, but I'm not sure how much of that is because there's a Mark Hamill cameo. Um, but I've heard positive things. Apparently, it's it's fun. Okay, and good good practical effects, I believe. I didn't know there was a live action Guyver. Wow, what, is it from like the '90s or something? Yeah, I think so. But apparently, like really good special effects. I, I'm aware of it, but I've never. You're right. I've never seen it. Okay, so that's a one one little angle, but I, I but my guess is you know Jane Austen purists would probably get uptight about any Pride or Prejudice adaptation to come, and it, that has already happened and is to come. Sherlock Holmes has been adapted, modernized, redone reimagined in many different forms and especially in the last 15 years or 10 years more like it elementary miss sherlock sherlock so i thought those were a lot a little bit of uh i found those fascinating and is anime still a sacred cow in that sense I mean, I uh, hope not. Fandom. It's a fandom. It, I think it is, personally. I, I like, think especially it, with the reaction to this. Uh, it's it's multiple layers of sacred cows. I mean, there are there is still a pretty strong contingent out there who despise the idea of English dubs, not to mention a Western-like adaptation. Um, I've seen people call English dubs a form of racism, which is an interesting discussion. I don't agree with it, but I think it's an interesting, at least talk potentially but 
you know, if if we're still having, you know, very fierce, you know, sub versus dub debates, I think that, you know, there there is this weird sense of of almost divinity in in different anime series. I think it's another layer. It's another layer. Like we've talked about translations in the pandemic series. And this is essentially, I think, an extension of it to, to me. And the subdub debate debate is another extension of it. Like there's a lot of debates about about interna- the internationalization, so to speak, of anime. Yeah, and that goes back to, you know, people having concerns over, you know, international partnerships with with different anime series or even, you know, anime series being, you know, completely made in Japan, but with an international audience in mind. Um, it's it's so many layers of of the purity of, of anime, which makes me my skin crawl a little bit um, using that term. But yeah, I, I have trouble. I have trouble getting myself to say that, and you've probably heard me stop short of saying that in the past, because it's such a tough term to use, and a problematic term to use for me. I mean, people are using it, though, or at least implying that kind of, of, of opinion, um, despite the fact that, you know, even Japanese anime has, you know, at times been animated in South Korea, so, you know... I'm not sure. Like, if you look at the the credits of a lot of, um, you know, Japanese anime, there's a lot of of South Korean or Korean names in there, and not all of them are living directly in Japan. I'm sure. Yeah. So the that argument is has become problematic in recent years, depending on your criteria. So. I, well. I mean, we can have this, we, we can talk about <laughs> nauseum, right? We've, we've already talked about it in the past. We're talking about it again now. Well, I think it's, it's sort of natural to, to talk about it because if we're looking at the Cowboy Bebop um, live action uh, Netflix series, despite the fact that there is, um, I don't want to say a lot, but I'd say significant, um, you know, involvement from the creator and from Japan, if you look at the music as well, um, and I'm sure other aspects of the production, it's still, you know, um, a Western cast, right? Like there's... And a by and large Western production. Yeah. Um, but is that is that all it takes? If this exact same duplicate copy of Kyle Bob were to be made in Japan with the same western cast but a japanese production company shot in japan on japanese sound studios would then would then that make it okay like would then that people be like oh no it's it was shot in japan therefore it's good i mean is that all it takes i I think it's the cast yeah i'm not totally sure look just going back a little bit just to reel back somebody double check this for me or we, we can do this in the near future for when we come back to this subject again, when James is back, probably. Shinichiro Watanabe, I don't think was involved from the outset. He came on a little bit later on, probably in that, uh, from what I've read anyway, in that 
lull, then that uh, sabbatical in the time John Cho was recovering from his, uh, I think it was his ACL tear. So there was that eight-month period between the initial initial um, shooting and then when they continued. Remember, he injured himself early, and then production was stopped for at least eight months, I think nine months. And I think during that time, Watanabe came back on board to become a consultant. So a lot had already probably been determined, or a fair amount had already been determined by that point. Maybe not, because they did have that eight months. So I think that's one part of the uh, layer there. I think might, that might be worth mentioning and people will want to speculate about. So I haven't read like actual critic reviews. What are the main complaints that people are having with the series? Well, where do you want to start with that one? I mean, I mean, it just... Like, I'm just, I'm curious, like, what, what are people complaining about? Um, I mean, I guess spoilers to my thoughts on the series, but out of the first three, I don't have a whole lot of huge complaints. Like, I'm really curious, like, what are people so mad about? <laughs> like, the, the, the first episode, the pacing is weird, because you have a, a, aside from that first scene that we mentioned, we have a 24-minute episode, uh, 24 episode that stretched out to almost 50. That's a little weird but like aside from that like uh, it's fine i don't i don't understand again i have i've seen three out of criticism what it is will always like always seem to center around where the the comparison to the source material like are, are people upset that it's not one-to-one or are people upset that it's too close to one-to-one see I that's mean, the weird part i'm wondering that too you're right because well, like with with that, you know, we'll get to it, I'm sure. With the Ed scene, I've seen a lot of complaints with it's too one-to-one. But I, I, I haven't seen, like, there's, you know, the first episode has a parallel, you know, plot. But, like, I think it's different enough so far. I think people just... I'll let Mo go first, and then we'll go with Kevin. I was just going to say, I think people are generally not too disappointed with the cast themselves john Cho does you know as best a job as you could do i really liked uh mustafa's performance as jet he really embodies the character really well uh Faye, you, you know, know she was you know she, she's okay <laughs> what more could you ask what more could you ask for but uh but i think people just don't like the fact that it's different you know that it didn't what is it it, it, it was it didn't have the soulfulness of the original which I still find hilarious because, like, it's so similar. Like, there's, it's not, it's any more similar, and it would have been a re, a one to one retake, right? It's just, you know how I feel about that. Yeah, by and large, I, and- I don't know. I I don't know about that because, like, the third episode is almost completely original, unless they stitch things from later on in the series that I haven't watched and and merged it with the Ein episode. Like that, that was a different plot. It was a different take on it, yeah. It was a different, like that's that's the uh, Hakim episode and where they introduced Ed I mean, <laughs> on, and they no, they no, they no, did no. something completely different with that introduction, completely different. I'm just surprised people were more outraged about a white person doing blackface. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I mean, that's that's enough. That's really interesting how they handled that. 
And the funny part is the like, yeah, there's criticisms about you know how it took away like how it lacks the soul of the original. That that seems to be the general feel, or that's from the reviews I've read. One guy has gone uh, gone as far as saying they should never ever try to adapt it. We should take a step back from ever trying to adapt an anime, which I don't think will happen. I call I bullshit like, on that. I don't like I thoughts like that. It's. I don't know if he directed it at Netflix or in general, but go ahead, Kevin. Like, like, I, I, that kind of mindset just means that you would never really be inclined to give it a chance in the first place. I think, but I think that's what hurt. What's hurt it all the way through. People were so determined to hate it, and they are finding reasons to hate it. But I, I, you know, I agree with Kevin. I think if you're so predisposed to think that you know you should never try to adapt an anime, then you're going to go into it and and just find more negatives than maybe an average viewer would. Like I think that people who who haven't seen the anime might legitimately enjoy the series at least again from the first episode's impression and well it's also it's also a gateway to possibly seeing the anime guess because netflix now has it mm-hmm. but oh i was just gonna say yeah it's 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 like um hating something before it comes out you know already having a negative mindset about it i mean the the point of an adaptation the point of something being remade or reimagined isn't so much that like the old viewers, but like the new generation, the new viewers, right? I mean, it's someone's new interpretation of it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's always been my argument is to say, when you adapt something, whoever is in charge of that adaptation, they give their interpretations of whatever material they've, if it's come from a previously published material, we can, they get to pick and choose what they found important and then play with it a little bit. And I found that fascinating. And it gives us another angle on the characters. Yeah, like so, for, for example, you know, Jet has a family, which I don't think was a part of the the original. That's 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 completely new. Yeah, and Jet I think that Jet. works. Like that, at least that, in that third episode, it it gave an interesting arc. It was it it added humor, it added drama, it added you know some warmth to that character. I mean, he had warmth before, but it's it's establishing this as a different interpretation of the character and there's there's certainly lots of commonalities like i think that the like the core sort of um form of that character is still there from you know what i've seen of the original anime which is about the same amount of episodes but it's different which i think is cool yeah just for reference jet never had a daughter and didn't have an estranged wife he does which is the case in the live action and on top of that that ex-wife is now is now married to his ex-partner as a cop which i like that dynamic that that's That's, a cool dynamic that's i think like you you root for jet uh more even more yeah because 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 the ex-partner is comes across as really a jerk Oh yeah, Chalmers is uh, not a good guy. No, no, <laughs> no, because he's he's already he's already screwed him out in many respects. Within these three episodes, you'll know how much he screws him, right? So that's adds another layer to me. What I found interesting about John Cho, and this is the interesting part: people criticized the choices of John Cho and Daniela Pineda 
as Spike and Faye, respectively. Now, we haven't really had a chance to really see Faye yet. Not yet, but from what I saw of John's performance as Spike, I mean, it's like he's doing the, literally the best he can. I don't, I don't know who else they could have gotten in that role that would have done a better job. Like he, he- I, I find I have a like it's different but not critical. It depends on how what part of Spike you want to start to portray too. I mean, there's there is that very interesting facade that he puts up in the anime. That really laid back, you know, that really laid back guy. But as the series knows, as we all start to know, he has that tortured past, which he's seemingly really covers up really well in the anime. But that is a really hard thing to cover up if you've been so through that type of trauma. And in many respects, to me, John Cho, in his portrayal of of Spike shows a few more of those visible, visible um, scars of that of that experience, which I found, which I found uh, pretty good. And remember, and this is another key part of one of the differences. Vicious and Julia play uh, are, appear to be very m- much more involved in the you know episode to episode plot. Of the series to this point, we're, we're seeing them a lot more. Like right from the get-go, from the first episode, we we know we see the references to Vicious and Julia, and they make their appearances really fast. Whereas in the anime, it's it took them a couple episodes to show Vicious first, and I, then I, and then I, the revelation that Julia is alive, which Spike didn't know. He already knows by this point that right. Julia is still there. Right, I, I I like the the portrayal of Spike of a uh, of Vicious. The the actor looked just like uh, Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the entire time, going, "Hey, Oscar Isaac is in this," but apparently he's not. Just a, a dude that looks just like him. Yeah, but that I mean that's that's where I'm finding it all. You know, so far so good, really. I mean, It, I, I, as I said, the comparisons are not totally fair. They're going to be there. And we're going to make the comparisons too. But your enjoyment of one of the live action shouldn't really be affected by how you feel about the anime too. I mean, that's, that, that's my own view on it. But... No, I, I get it. I, I get the idea that the anime pro- is better, or probably could be better than the than the live action. But as I said, I, I'm in, like for me, I'm enjoying watching the live action, regardless of its flaws. I feel that like I think I you know I think there are flaws there, but every time I think about a flaw that I notice, I'm still kind of impressed. Um. Like as as I was mentioning to, to Mo a while ago, one of the things that stood out to me, um, having never seen the Cowboy Bebop anime before, was just how beautiful the hand drawn backgrounds and and world building is. Um, and you know, when I saw that, I instantly thought, oh no, the the live action is never going to be able to to do this level of of world design, of set design, of of background details. Like it's it's 
artful, it's detailed. Um, there are so many, you know, little pieces of, of you know, detail in the signs and the objects. Um, and, you know, I'm like, how much Netflix doesn't have the kind of budget to recreate this? Like, I was, you know, horrified. I'm um, not horrified, but like, you know, I, I figured it's not going to happen. After seeing the the Netflix series, it didn't happen, but it was still better than I expected. And I'm kind of impressed with the, like, the world building and the background details and all the signs, um, like in that brothel district and the attempts um, in the kind of old west town um, and, um, you know, all the, you know, space paraphernalia, um, both in space and on the ships. Like, it's it's not great but it's that way better than i thought um it has a few little moments of of seeming cheap but for the most part i thought that they they did a pretty good job with you know what they probably had available to them the cheap line i thought was you just brought up i thought was an interesting word because i i get the feeling that'll be part of the criticisms and and i'm glad you brought it up because i think last week you kind of expressed a similar thinking yeah, and you know, I, I think one of the things that stood out to me was in the original anime how you know excited and like entertained I was by the um, the the commercial for the the cowboy bounty hunter thing because like you know I didn't yes. I wasn't super expecting actually like cowboy imagery in the show. I thought it was just going to be you know oh that's the name of the show because they're bounty hunters, but no, here's this like really stereotypical cowboy cowgirl advertising the bounty hunters and I'm like oh this is this is fun this is a cool little you know again I love I love world building and I love that piece of like oh this is cool this is something that all the bounty hunters are going to be watching in the show in the live action series version of it it seems like an awkward um like what do you call that when it's like a local regional um you know Public, that, public, yeah, yeah, public broadcasting like Wayne's um, World well like yeah like yeah like a local local broadcast type of thing and it's like this is this is I don't like this as much but it's still kind of like because it's so bad I could see it as like a piece of bad media like they're not going to put a lot of money into filming that kind of thing if this was a real world and i'm not sure if i'm making excuses for it like i'm not sure if like I, and that's the weird thing i can't tell if it was intentionally bad or if if that little clip just was awkward and bad well i i, I certainly saw it as at least a shout out to that to the idea of bringing that yeah it's like they, they wanted to add as much from the anime as they could like in the first episode with the three old people you know, just sitting around like they did in the anime. New Tijuana, right? New Tijuana. Exactly. They had the hat on, the exact same hat, <laughs> right? The, the the red eye sequence was pretty cool. Like, it's it, it's like they're trying super duper hard, right, with all the set design. It, 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 there's a lot of effort that went into it, but it just isn't there. It's like the, the, uncanny, the uncanny valley effect kind of situation, but, like, it's a live action, and it's just like... It's so close that it's just kind of odd, like a facsimile of a real thing, and you're just not not feeling it as much, I guess. But it, like, what more could you have asked for? So, so that's <laughs> the thing, and that's why I think I 
I like the the third episode so much because that entire subplot with the doll, because Jet didn't have a family, that entire first half of the episode was completely original. And even everything with the dogs was completely original. Like, I don't think Ayn is a mysterious data dog. Like, he might be based off of the weird crate he came out of. But, like, you know, that's not part of that opening plot anymore. Like, it's a pretty serious deviation, even more so than just Faye shows up in the first episode. For, like, five um, minutes. Yeah, so, like, and what was the th- what was the second episode? <laughs> it's not uh, in it's, my memory it's, that well. It's, it's funny that I watched the second episode literally three hours ago, and I also forgot what it's about. Well, but the t- it's, it's the Teddy Bomber, right? So with and that, I, and the, the thing is, the thing is that I haven't gotten that far into the an, like that's well into the anime. Okay, but <laughs> but it is it is an anime episode though. It is an anime episode. It's just, okay. The thing is that's that's post Ed. Interesting. Okay. That's a post Ed episode, right? And I know there. I I know the talk is also about Ed. I haven't gotten there yet either. So in the in the live action. So like oh. with with you know putting an episode from the end or near the end to the, or near the middle to the beginning. Um, and with the third episode, I'm going to call the third episode almost completely original. Like I think it's like five or 10% um, connected to the original Ayn introduction episode. Cause it's not like they were chasing Ayn around in, in this new one. Um, and like they, there were similar characters, but you know, even the, like the technology used for the, um, you know, disguise. Like I think in the original, it was just a regular disguise. Um, like it's completely I never original. Re- I, I person, I, I don't recall a disguise. That's a thing. I, I think there was like, like it wasn't a very complicated one. Um, but like a, she had like a cloak on or something, right? Yeah, like something like that, or or sunglasses or a different hair cut or something like that, compared to his bounty photo. Um. But like, I'm really curious to to hear how how different the rest of the the series is because they're obviously weaving in plot that I don't know when it shows up in the original anime, but was later on and probably more focused on near the end um, because that will hook the Netflix binge watch crowd, right? Um, if they kept it episodic, like the original, at least the beginning of the anime, you're not going to have that through line of people wanting to watch, you know, five episodes of Cowboy Bebop in a row, which is what Netflix probably wants for some reason. I don't know exactly how they make money. Um, no, (laughs) fair statement. That's a fair statement because it's about the binge. Yeah. So like, you know, you're not going to have that episodic flair, which I wonder if, if how much of that is the the style that's missing that people are are talking about. Maybe because um, I don't maybe, know how because, how smooth the integration of the plot was in the original. It may be because it was episodic in the in the original anime, and it was bounty of the week in many respects. Whereas the bounties right now seem to be an afterthought. To me, anyway, because as I said, it, Vicious and um, Julia figure a lot more into the plots of the episodes, and, and you're going to learn. And I've already noticed there's a different dynamic when it involving Vicious specifically, because when he's introduced in the series in the anime, he seems to very much be the top guy at the uh, in the syndicate at that point. 
But in the live action, he's still answering to people. And I'm wondering how that's ultimately going to play out later on. Okay, sorry, Mo. Um, I know you had your hand up for, uh, earlier. Is there oh. something else, uh, like? Is there something else we um, passed that you want to express? Because I enjoyed the one-liners. A lot of funny one-liners. Oh, between the dyna- between Spike and Jet, yeah, and Jet. No, no. I, and I think there's going to be a lot more focus. This is another thing that I could see happening. A lot more is going to be given to the relationship between the three main characters, between Spike, Jet, and ultimately Faye. I think we're going to see a lot more of that interplay than we ever did in the anime. I just I like the situational aspect of it. There's a scene in the second episode where they're at that construction site, and the uh, the the cop ha- the, the the construction guy has a good line about uh, good cop versus bad cop routine. Um, mm-hmm. the, the opening up the opening fight sequence, uh, Spike has a good line about taking a shit in the middle of a heist, uh, which I will say that scene was, was but, hilarious. But that line, but that line also was in the movie, True. that exact, that exact concept, right? Yeah. Like I said, this is, it's, it's an almost, it's a take on the movies, uh, opening as well. I, I do oh. really like, uh, Spike and Jet's dynamic, but you know, because of the the plot that they've weaved in already, um, it's a little bit awkward seeing the ticking time bomb of the awkward Disney moment that is now coming, um, which I would have oh, yeah, maybe okay. preferred yeah. not to know about because, like, I just know, like, okay, how many episodes is it going to be until, you know, Jet finds out about Spike's past? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's going to come. And how many either minutes or episodes are they going to be fighting and you know they're they're going to build up their fun relationship they're going to have even closer moments in the next few episodes and then it'll all come crashing down and that's interesting because in i know not all of us have rewatched the uh, have finished the uh, anime series i'm most of it's blurry to me even though i'm rewatching it and i'm only at episode 11 mo jeff you haven't seen it all the way through. As far as I remember, I don't know how much Jet will ultimately find out about that past in the Ooh. anime. Anyway, that's worth noting, right? By the way, I, I'm not but sure the right, Western there's... directors and writers are going to be able to resist the awkward Disney moment. It's it's a favorite. No, so I. But yeah, it seems like it could collide. I mean, I don't know yet, but uh, there's the potential that it could collide. And that that'll add uh, that adds to it. And as I said, the central is the relationship. As far as I could tell, Spike and Jet's relationship will, will be important throughout this series. So it would be interesting to me how much how much Jet ultimately finds out about the syndicate in in Spike and. Okay, other other little aspects that'll come up in the I'm sorry how much I'm blowing to you guys on this. The bar owner depicted in the Yeah, they switched it up yeah. for her too. That was pretty they cool. Switched it up for her. I thought she because Anna or Anastasia, as she is known in the anime, she's a very minor character in the anime, but she's gonna play a bigger role here. And she's imagined as like a, in the anime, she's depicted as like a convenience store owner. 
But as I said, she's going to be way more important to hear. I like the sushi cart guy. He's pretty cool. <laughs> That's a, that, who I don't recognize from the anime. What what can I get for seven ones? A tiny <laughs> sliver. Get a little, yeah, yeah, just a sliver. Just a sliver Wait, of. If uh, we're talking about like random characters, uh, does that bounty hunter show pop up at all? Yes, that's what we were just talking about. Yeah, uh, it's 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 pretty, it's pretty cringy, but it's oh, I thought that, I thought you guys were talking about something else. Okay, that's that's the awkwardness. That's the awkwardness that uh, Jeff just uh, talked about. Oh, okay, Big okay. Big shots is depicted in there, and yeah, and like it, fairly like costume wise well, accurately. Yeah, it, 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 that's as fair. That's pretty one to one, actually. So it's yeah, a like blonde it's, chick and a black guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. yeah. With the with uh with a very revealing um yeah. Anyway. Save a word can I save a word for Daniela Daniela Pineda to this point? I do wanna acknowledge her because of all the criticism of how much she doesn't look like Faye. And but I think she has the sass, the personality down to this point. At least in the one episode we saw her uh, depicted. Yeah, but, she sounded just like her. It was a good performance. I just, we need to see more, right? Plus, I mean, it, it, she, the internet's going to be the internet. There's nothing they can do about having her not look like Faye because I don't think anyone can look like Faye unless it's like a CGI person. But even then. Well, it will, can they, they can make, they can end up looking like Faye, but can they be uh, functional? Can they pull off the action scenes like that? I think appearance-wise, she's fine. Like, and I've said this before, I never was a big fan of Faye's outfit in the anime anyway. So I was happy with the costume change. Yeah, well, I, and I, my line was, well, if you want to, like, I think the people who are upset with how, um, how Faye looks are probably just as upset as what happened to Tifa in Final Fantasy, the remake. <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty sure they think I'm pretty sure it, a lot of, it's a lot of the same crowd. Yeah, tell me I I'm imagine that. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Look me straight in the eye and tell me that I'm wrong on that. Were people people were really that mad about Faye's like slight costume change, really? Well, I, I I think of it as a little bit more of a change, but yeah, a lot of people were. Well, did they reduce the size of her breasts a little bit or something? Like, I don't know what else they could do otherwise. Oh, I, I, for starters, yes, I think so. But oh wow, I mean, put the two uh, put the two pictures side by side again. That all said, you there was a. You know, and and Pineda herself has uh, has often talked about it as well. But how much has changed in twenty years? I I have a lot of both sympathy and respect for her. Like considering, you know, this character who you know I've never seen uh, Cowboy Bebop prior to the last you know couple months, but I still knew the name and general design of Faye Valentine. Like there is, it's it's one of those things that. It's one of those characters that shows up in those compilation AMVs that were popular in the 2000s. Like it was, yes, you know, it she, was. She would show up on on lists of you know cool or attractive characters or whatever. 
Like she she was part of the anime, or she I guess she is part of the anime zeitgeist, and no one was going to escape criticism from that role. It's you know sexism primarily, but it's it's also the iconic you know level of that character. No, I, I, yeah, that probably the um, more more so. I, it applies, I think, to to Spike, but more so with her. You're right. What else is there I want to add to this, though, right now? There is too much else to add, because as I said, we've only seen three episodes. And uh, if you want, if people want spoilers, they can certainly look I, on Twitter. I feel like at some point in time, Netflix is going to have to switch up their, their model and go week to week with things like this, because everyone's going to watch this weekend. It's going to get a lot of talk for the next week, maybe the next month, and then dead silence. Will this show get picked up for a second season? I mean, probably, maybe, who knows? I just, I feel like if this was like, here's the first three episodes and then wait a week for the next episode and so forth and so forth, maybe people would be less inclined to hate on it. Maybe more people would watch it, but well, there'd be more patience, right? Like you'd have to wait in before, you know, making that full judgment so that initial negativity wouldn't, you know, be exactly pouring out of every hole on Twitter. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh (laughs) And there are indications that Netflix is starting to do that because I believe with blue period, they are doing week to week. I think, I've always been of the impression part of it is, okay, is there an existing broadcast deal for that series? Because we had that, I, I know that started with Riverdale. Right, right. And I know weekly, but it, would, it was also airing on CW. Exactly, CW show. But there's that new show, Arcane, based on League of Legends. That's going week to week. And people are loving that show. That show is getting a lot of love. Uh, Amazon does this regularly with their new shows where they go week to week. Oh yeah, well, I, I think it was like I think the boys was yeah. They show they put out the first three episodes and then became week to week for the and, rest. And then it got it gets the love, it gets the the appreciation, not the instant negative feedback. You know, it's like Netflix either I think it's because they're tied into that binge model <laughs> where they have to release everything at once. But the the, the drawback is the negativity. I, like if this was week to week, we might not have gotten as much negativity. And I, well, I really I, like that front loading of, you know, two to three episodes and then week to week. Like, I think that's a great compromise because, you know, people usually say give a show three episodes. So it gives people that three episodes if they want. But it also gives people who are excited a big, you know, nice chunk of episodes to uh, satiate the excitement. Plus money. I mean, if, if you're Netflix and you want more subscribers, take a show that's kind of popular, stretch it out to three months. You just made yourself a three month subscriber, right? <laughs> I think that'll happen to me when uh, when the next season of Picard happens on Crave. Okay, so really quickly, I did want to mention because we're talking about Netflix and distribution methods. Um, I thought it would be interesting to point out that I had to really search for Cowboy Bebop in order to find it. Um, yes. Starting to watch it yesterday, the animated series was there. Um, the Arcane League of Legends show was there. Um, Do you want to rewatch Voyager for the seventh time? Was there, um, <laughs> but you know the Cowboy Bebop. I had to go into the search function. Isn't the live action? 
Uh, the or... li- the, yeah, the live action Cowboy Bebop. I had to go into the search fu- function. I scrolled through all of Netflix's ribbons of suggested shows, and which it was like on any which, of which them for me. Search. Yeah, um, that's kind of weird. And, and I'll bet. Uh, and you're right. And there's an article about well, the movie's there too. Hello, the movie's there. It's part. It's kind of important in the in the canon as well. Hey, Jeff, let me ask you: in your search, how often did Red Notice come up? I, I don't think it did. And oh, I, really? At least I didn't notice it. Okay, because I've been getting that pumped to me regard like a lot. Netflix has been wanting me to watch that movie. <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> hardcore. Anyway, okay. So what 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 is your um, bottom line review on on the Cowboy Bebop live action overall? Uh, like it, hate it? Is there some criticism you have of it? I'm conflicted because I like the first three episodes. You know enough. I want to see how it plays out. But at the same time, like some of the feedback that I'm hearing is that people should boycott this 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 Netflix show because it will teach them a lesson and not to create stuff like this anymore. But I'm like, it's not that bad, guys. That makes me want to watch it more. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> way to go. If it, it like you're saying you're advertising it as the NASCAR NASCAR crash. But sometimes that's what people like about watching NASCAR, if it is to be that. Jeff? I'm liking it. Um, I'm very curious about how... My plan right now is to watch the live action and then go into the animated series, the, the rest of it afterwards. Because, you know, regardless of me liking the live-action Cowboy Bebop, I think it's universally agreed that the animated series is the superior product. So, you know, I, I don't want to watch that superior product and then go to this version. Like, because I'm enjoying it, I don't want that tainted as much as possible. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the rest of at least what's here on the, the first season or whatever you, you call it. Um, I... I do want to, it's not part of the first three episodes, but going on Twitter, there was a tweet that said, don't watch Cowboy Bebop, and it was the scene with Ed. Yep, I got, I got I saw that, that's the same thing that I got. And, and wow, yep. I, I, um, I don't yeah. know how, how this show is going to go to that, like it seemed like it seemed like a joke and all the tweet replies was were a lot a lot of them were like this isn't real no way this is real i saw the same thing and i got the same comments and that's kind of what made me kind of worry thinking that like i don't know man i gotta watch it first to make sure but damn if that's i don't know a great comment with that scene is you know people one tweet i saw was like what happened and there was a reply to that and it said something along the lines of they tried to make a one-to-one adaptation of ed's character in live action and which is interesting because i don't think they've done that with any of the you know three slash four if you count ein um primary characters um i can understand like with that even with knowing very little about the character of ed i can understand the move to want to do that but wow like there are so many jokes like there's people putting the wb logo in the corner or like the four kids logo in the corner um people saying it seems like um like a weird commercial for like you know don't do drugs or any number of different advertisements 
Um, the best one I saw was like a quote that said, it's like, it's 2003, you're at an anime convention and someone with no boundaries approaches you. Um, yeah, like I, I really hope, I really hope they tone it down because aside from, you know, minor criticism of, that I've seen of, of seemingly casting the character white, I mean, she could have or, you know, they slash she could have been tanned uh, in the original. Um, they they got a non-binary actor to play Ed. Great. Um, costume, a little bit weird, but it's an eccentric character, so fine. But, man, the editing, the acting, the the direction, wow, that was, it was intense. It was a moment. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> mm. Okay. But you'll continue. Um, Kevin, okay. Do I do you wanna say something about whether or not you're gonna watch or your thought your thoughts before I give mine? So first of all, I, I was looking up Cowboy Bebop criticism on Twitter, and I think I did see a couple of those shots of Ed actually, and I was also thinking, like, wait, is this really from the the show? <laughs> it was funny how Jeff brought that up. But I think for me, I do want to give it a shot. It's just that I'm just so not inclined to watching anime as of late or or much of anything as of late. That's not on YouTube. But, you know, now that I'm like living by myself... I I am inclined to watch something while I eat dinner now, so that would likely <laughs> be the best chance for me to okay. watch it. Oh, why not? Why not? So I just put something in the chat. If you guys want to take a look real quick, I will take a. I will t- see it. Uh, I guess after the taping. Is it the Gal Times one or the Your Tango one? Oh, it's the Gal Times one. It's Gal Times. Okay. First of all, the takeaway I'm getting from all what you're saying is uh, I shouldn't go on Twitter for a few days. Uh, that's the first thing. It depends mean, on your feed. I, I, I recommend never going on Twitter, but then again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, well, we have plenty of reasons to want to do that. Okay, first. Well, to, to just point. I am watching the anime at the same time as I'm watching the live action. I don't know if I should right now, but the whole idea for me in watching the the live action is to compare it to the anime and ultimately separate them and see if I and try to enjoy the live action at, you know, as a product on its own. It's just that it, yes, it's inevitable it'll be compared to the anime and uh, and I agree probably the anime is the superior product but you and you've hung around me long enough and and anybody who's listened to this show long enough especially during the the pandemic series knows I am giving this a chance and should there be a second season I will give this a chance cuz I just have fun playing the comparisons I have fun seeing what others envisioned and and how it's how it might be different 
One thing I will, we won't get to see, and, and I hinted I want to mention this to Jeff and, and Mo. For as much as that, for as much as they mention that the original Japanese voices came back to do the Japanese dub of this live action series, that Japanese language track is not available in North America. Other languages, French, Spanish, yes. I think German, too. But no Japanese audio in the North America, at least in the North American Netflix. Or at least Netflix Canada. So whoever's listening to this, let me know where you are. And if you get to hear the Japanese language version of this live-action dub. And get to hear Megumi Hayashibara and... Uh, what's Alimony guy's name? <laughs> uh, y- Yamadira. And, and, and for reference, if Ed, it does appear or if, and when Ed does appear, Aoi Tada, that's her name. That was the actress who played her. Who's not in the business anymore. Who's just a singer. Will she return to play Ed going forward? Because I, I, it sounds like Ed's, Ed is at least acknowledged, and should there be a second season, we'll see Ed more fleshed out. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, will I mean how for there not to be a second season of the show would mean that it'd have to do surprisingly bad with Netflix, right? Yeah, surprisingly. Well, it's, it's surprisingly being panned, but there's eyeballs without well, a doubt. My other question would be. Well, we don't know for sure, I guess, because none of us have finished the series, but if they, my question is, if they did fully complete the whole Spike Vicious storyline in this adaptation. That's weird, because I mean, they might, because they, they, it's that, that relationship starts off pretty early, right? I mean, they might finish it in 10 episodes. But then, okay, wait. So has everybody watched the anime? Uh, I haven't finished it. Yeah, okay. I, okay. I, I, I can't say ends. anything I then. So I, I do remember how it ends. So. so that's so that's my question: is how how does season two even work then? Well, let's see. Let me uh, compare the two then. Right. I haven't gotten all to. I guess that'll be after we finish. Or at least after I finish watching the the ten episodes of this live action, and then maybe finish up the anime, so I have some memories. Mm-hmm. It'd be something if Netflix came out on Monday and was like, "Hey guys, we made a mistake. No season two. We're counting Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's over." It could happen. It could. It, could. it, it really could happen. That's and I think, you know, that could be a, a little bit sad because I, I'd like to see where they were they're going with this too, right? And, 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 oh, yeah, and all of this, in, the, in this last 55 minutes that we've been talking, we, we did not bring up the music at all. Oh, Anything yeah. Anything you want to say about that? The music was good. Like, some people are saying it, it sounds like a bad cover, but it's the same people. <laughs> you, even you, the, you, even the, you, you're even the into Bill Cosby a little bit. <laughs> Seatbelts. <laughs> Putting pops. <laughs> Wait, were the seatbelts actually performing at all in yes, the live action yes, adaptation? Seatbelts seat belts were reunited for this. 
Oh wow! Like I know Yoko Kano is involved, but Yoko Kano united seatbelts for this. So oh. Same, same. Wait, did I just do? Wait, what were you guys laughing at? Oh, <laughs> your your I just voice think? kind of skewed into Bill Cosby esque mannerisms. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. But like, yeah, there's little tweaks done. It sounds it sounds like there's a li- a few tweaks done. You know to the music. It's a, it's a different vein, but that reminds me of when people criticized the original Helsing dub for sounding like fake British people, but then New Generation Pictures actually did bring on board British voice actors. <laughs> Wait, are you sure they're British? How British were they? They're, they were born and raised in the United Kingdom. How far, how far back does their lineage go? Oh, God. <laughs> I, think, I think people sometimes... I think people just sometimes don't realize that there are, like, 12 accents in, like, England alone. Hmm. Anyway. So, like, there's that criticism of the music. But... And I'll give a little anecdote. And this is not, this is away from anime. A few, uh, about almost 10 years ago, when the, uh, the National Hockey League switched jersey providers to Reebok, they, the teams also changed their, the templates by which they made their, their hockey uniforms. In the case of the San Jose Sharks, they sort of tweaked their logo on top of it, and they consulted the original artist behind their logo to just do a new tweak in celebration of the new template. And he redid the logo only slightly, depicting the shark as a little bit more aggressive in chomping down on the hockey stick. And another little anecdote I can add is, once again, George Lucas as well. We often make references to George Lucas and how many times he redid, he tweaked up Star Wars in its various incarnations. Like, especially as, as it was remastered, as the original trilogy was remastered a couple times over, he played with it a few times. Yeah, he made What's-His-Face shut shoe first, right? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 okay, I get it. McClunky. But, but then again, that's their, that, like, people criticized, I know, didn't care for it sometimes, but this is the original artist saying, okay, what would you change now? Clearly the original artist was wrong and we are the audience is correct. Right? <laughs> then again, that leads to some of that discussion we had in a previous episode at a point. Fans get so gung ho, get so militaristic. They're quite fine. If a corporation takes, takes the creative rights away from the creator, which has been known to happen, of course. I'd like all of the rights taken away from J.K. Rowling. See? I know. There's many reasons there. <laughs> but yeah. that's... But, I, I mean, we can, we can discuss the reasoning. But much of the reasoning is sometimes to lengthen a property instead of end it. Okay, sorry, uh, sorry Mo. Oh, no, I was just going to touch point on that, on that, on that J.K. Rowling situation which is funny that it's been 20 years and they're not inviting her back for the reunion which is hilarious <laughs> well, that, uh, yeah there's, there's that too oh wow anyway there but there's a, there's a, a some final thoughts 
that I, I should add. But bottom line is, I know when we when the full roundtable reconvenes, when James returns, we would have seen more. Maybe we'd have finished the live action, and I know we'll, we can say a lot more by that point. And then, then we can ask for James's opinion as well. As uh, he was just busy. Work is a thing, right? But that's about it. Oh, and I got, and the other thing was, and just as a final aside before we end tonight, this was also a maiden voyage because some of us changed our equipment for this recording. Yeah, Mike, won't you, uh, won't you, won't you let the studio audience let us know how much they enjoy this, this taping of ours? Well, I, what do you want me to say? I First mean, of all, let's hear from them a little bit, right? I'm pretty sure they're excited to let us know that they're excited, right? Well, how, okay. how about a round of applause, people? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, nothing here. No? But, oh, I, 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 I think I think Mo was trying to uh, trigger you yeah. to use one of your fancy new buttons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we. Um, I, I switched to uh, a Rodecaster Pro this week, and Kevin now owns the Yeti mic that's, or is in possession of the Yeti mic that uh, I've been using throughout the run of the uh, the pandemic series. And and Kevin sounds a lot better. I forgot what buttons what on this, by the way. So I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna press any buttons on this right now. I'm gonna, and by the time uh, we reconvene, uh, probably the buttons will be reprogrammed. But yeah, you want me to try and get some cheering here, right? Some applause. But uh, I just don't know what buttons what right now. So I'm not gonna try it. And but uh, I think. As I said, maiden voyage for the uh, Roadcaster Pro just to try it out for the first time. I think it's it passed. Hooked up the hooked up one of the uh, one of the traditional podcast mics that we've always used into this, and that'll be my setup when we uh, do the show remotely. And then I have to take it all uh, take it apart to some degree so that was for when we do the show in person again, right? But we know where we're going, and uh, this will figure prominently into what we'll do in the future online. So yes, now that at this point we will ask to hear from the audience. So that's our, that's our part of the conversation concerning uh, the Cowboy Bebop live action. So what do you guys all have to say? Anybody listening out there? Why don't you join in on the conversation? You can email us old school anime roundtable at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram right now on the socials at anime roundtable. And of course there's the archive of episodes. Animeroundtable.com is our website. The archive is good guys. Check it out. Episode 37 was pretty good. Check it out. Oh, what would we do in episode 37? I don't know. Adam was being funny. Well, that's in the, that's in version one <laughs> way back, but it's there. It's there. I, I guess there's um there's uh, other angles I know we'll want to talk about concerning the uh, Cowboy Bebop live action. And I'm I'm still gathering other thoughts. And we might talk to other people on that and I hope people at least keep an open mind and look forward to those uh, conversations whenever we uh, are finally able to get around to them. I'll tell you guys more about them a bit later on uh, after I hit the uh, stop stop button. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Be in the audience. Anyway, that's it. 
So we, we told you where you are. But there's some food for thought for at least our, if you are considering watching the, uh, the Cowboy Bebop live action. There's our thoughts, at least through three episodes, about a third of the series. And we'll give you more thoughts, I guess, next week. When episode 54 of the Anime Roundtable reconvenes. But thanks for listening to this one.